you are listening to an episode of Back Row Movie News. The podcast name and scope has changed. It is now the Broken Record Podcast, uh, but you can still enjoy the past episodes of Back Row Movie News on this feed. Make sure you follow uh, the Broken Record Podcast or Podcast Broken Record. Depends on what social media site on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for updates on future episodes. What's going on, you guys? Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Back Row Movie News. It's another solo episode for this guy, Two Thumbs. Today, it's not quite an episode of the Alien Legacy. It's more of uh, uh, what I left in the trash. I'm going to talk about everything I like about the AVP movies. It's going to be two episodes. This one is about the first movie, Alien vs. Predator. You're going to hear it all right here on Back Row Movie News. Welcome to the best seat in the house, everybody. I'm Chase Kupo. Make sure you subscribe to that YouTube channel if you can. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for updates on upcoming episodes coming to you guys. Hit backroadmovienews.com for a, a transcript of this and more. Anything you do helps us out greatly. Thank you. All right. It's good to be here. I hope everyone's having a good day. I uh, I just I wanted to put out a few more episodes, and uh, I've been thinking about doing one like this for a while uh, the AVP movies, they they get a lot of trash, and deservedly so, but uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit about why I like them. But first, uh, a little bit of background info on uh, how the Alien vs. Predator movies came to be. The first time there was any acknowledgement of the possibility of an AVP movie was in Predator 2. If I'm remembering correctly, that was before any comic books existed or anything, so that was the origin in like mainstream media of the idea. In the film, there was a xenomorph skull on the wall of the uh, the predator ship. I can't I can't pronounce the predator species name. We've all seen it spelled, but I've never heard it spoken, so I'm not even gonna try. Uh, we saw the xenomorph skull with other trophies on the predator's wall of their ship. It was it was among a it was like a trophy wall from their previous hunts. A bunch of crazy looking alien skulls, really really cool. So it was literally nothing more than just a fun Easter egg. Just one sci-fi franchise referencing another out of fun and respect. It was already referenced in fan art and discussions, presumably, but that single shot, or maybe two or three, I think it was in the background behind Danny Glover, a franchise was born. Comic books and video games were rolled out pretty much throughout the late 90s, and it really got kicking. Rather early on, there were talks of doing a movie. By the early 2000s, it finally made its way to production. Paul W.S. Anderson wrote and directed the film. Anderson was widely, as far as I'm aware, considered a good choice for the material. He directed uh, Mortal Kombat, Event Horizon, and Resident Evil before that. Uh, Lance Henriksen returned to play Carl Bishop Whalen, the CEO of Whalen-Yutani, the mega corporation from the Alien series. Uh, Henriksen previously played a part in Aliens and Alien 3 as a synthetic, and maybe not synthetic, named Bishop. The character is a fan favorite, and Henriksen made a name for himself as a character actor, so there were some very good things going for the movie. The good feelings did not last, though. The film was met with so-so reviews. There aren't too many like scathing negative reviews and very obvious and detrimental problems with the film, at least at this point in, you know, in history. The main problem is how mediocre and uninspiring the crossover between two of the greatest movie monsters ever ended up being. 
The design and time of the film is mute. It feels simple and cheap at times, at least to me. I'm pretty sure people complain about this as well. The design and the practical effects used for the Xenomorphs and even the Predators are are real simple and just, again, cheap-looking. Rubbery, not very interesting, or not very detailed, at least compared to the previous films that depicted the the creatures. Sorry. The film was questionably set in an, in Antarctica in an underground pyramid. The Xenomorphs, even though they took down two Predators rather quickly and easily, are said to be depicted as weaker and worse than the Predators. And I can go on and on and on about what I don't like about these movies, but this episode is about what I do like. Oddly enough, the best thing about this movie is the idea. Ever since the inception of Alien vs. Predator content, It's been a really cool idea, at least I think so. I mean, Predator introduced an alien creature that is just so recognizable and cool that it immediately stuck. This was, probably, not a monster intended to start a franchise. Sure, merchandising, toys, comics, and other mediums would have come along no matter what, really, but the design of the creature and the execution of its first film was just crazy good. Alien is that, but times like... 89. The creature design and the film it featured in was one of those films that deeply impacted cinema and science fiction, and the impact is always going to be referenced and felt. So, to combine two absolute successes of cinema was a cool idea. Would I really want to see another AVP movie? No. Is it an intriguing idea nonetheless? Yes. I like the ancient aliens aspect for sure. It's a great idea to tie in with. Almost any mythology or movie. I really dig ancient alien theories. Sometimes just for fun and to see how people are interpreting human history. Sometimes it's just plain funny to watch and read about. At other times, there are some really compelling theories and aspects of ancient alien theories in research, you know? They, they get you thinking sometimes. Could this be possible? Usually it's a no, but that's okay. So this movie made the right move in going with the ancient alien idea. Uh, the Predators... Uh, the predators were the ancient aliens that helped humanity, that humanity worshipped, and they helped, they helped advance human technology and build pyramids, etc. And uh, the aliens were, once again, questionably uh, designed as uh, uh, creatures to hunt, just uh, just for young predators to prove themselves, young hunters to prove themselves going into adulthood. So, meh. Well, I. The other good, probably better option is the two species meeting for the first time, you know, instead of just doing the... Because ancient alien theory, I think, is probably one of the better ways they could have gone with it, surprisingly. But maybe a slightly better option is just, you know, this is the first time that the two species are meeting each other and humans get caught in the middle. Uh, Still, that idea mixes well with the two alien creatures that were originally born with such simple premises in mind. I mean having them just somehow happening across each other or the predators hearing about something or, or maybe some alien world was destroyed and the predators checked it out and now they're tracking the xenomorphs throughout the the world to kill them, harness their power, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But they went with that ancient alien theory and uh, it was funny that it ended up being used again in Ridley Scott's alien prequel movies. I think to better effect... Not everybody does, though. I like the cast, mostly. I don't really know any of the actors' work outside of this, and I can't really say that any of them are greatly written and amazingly portrayed, 
but I do think the cast was good. Lance Hendrickson played also. Lance Hendrickson was also a joy to have back. I prefer Peter Whelan from Prometheus and Alien Covenant as the CEO and founder of Whelan Industries, but Hendrickson was an interesting precursor to the idea. Uh, it's also very fanboyish to imply that the Bishop model synthetic person seen in Aliens and Alien 3 is based off of the founder of the company. And uh, just why would they wait that long to make it? But the material in which they had to work with held them back. What? Oh, sorry. Good Jesus Christ. I missed some. I I didn't even. I missed some lines. Cause I have this pre-written. Whether you can tell or not. Tell me how I sound. Drop a comment on YouTube. Hit us on social media. Backroommovenews.com. Anywhere you can get a hold of us. Uh, if you have my number, just text me. Um, don't leave a voicemail, though. No one listens to those. No, but uh, what I was going to say about uh, the actors and the cast, not a bad cast, I don't think, overall, but the material in which they had to work with held them back. Like Obi-Wan holding Anakin back. <laughs> Fuck. I loved seeing the Xenomorph Queen in action. I don't think that anyone's ever going to top the work that was done on Aliens to bring the Queen to life in that film, so it stings a little bit to have a CGI Queen running around fucking Antarctica getting its ass kicked by a single injured predator and one nearly frostbitten human. Still, it honestly frightens me to see the queen chasing Lexi around. I mean, imagine that. That thing? Chasing you? With almost nowhere to hide? Fuck. I think that's about it, really. There's probably more, but I don't really have that much more to harp on about at the same time. These movies are really only memorable because of the names and the titles and for how horribly the studio bungled the idea to combine the two properties. I, like most people, I would say, can appreciate the first movie for the fun it has. Uh, it is something that I can choose to watch every once in a blue moon, you know? Um, I, w I will be publishing a follow-up episode very soon. It'll be about everything I like from AVP Requiem. Get ready for all, like, two of those things. You can prepare for that trauma by checking out our previous regular episode talking about Obi-Wan and other things. Well, that about wraps it up for today, you guys. Thank you so much for checking out this episode. In the meantime, you can go subscribe to our YouTube channel, drop a comment down below. Let us know how you feel about today's content or anything you want to bring to the discussion. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Backroom Movie News for updates on upcoming videos coming to you guys. And also, you can visit BackroomMovieNews.com for news updates from this guy, Two Thumbs.